On this episode, we speak to Shayla, who shares her pregnancy journey in Japan. It was quite the opposite of most people's experience, like most people's experience, because at the hospital, they were like, you should not be on a diet, you should eat more, you should not.、Mm. She talks about the care at her hospital in Chiba. They were not like very open to it, but、sure. at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, you know, this crazy foreigner with crazy ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just let her do whatever she wants, kind of thing. <laughs> and describe some of the ups and downs of her postpartum recovery. I know a lot of people get like this baby blues, but I got like baby anger. I guess I was angry yeah, at、wow. everyone and at everything. I don't know why. Hello and welcome to Best Stories of Japan. Hi Shayla, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. So, do you want to get started with、um, just introducing yourself and your family? Sure.、Um, so, well, my name is Shayla. I am from Honduras. Honduras is a small little country in Central America.、Uh, I have been in Japan for about seven years now, since 2016.、Hmm. Uh, we are a family of three. Uh, my husband is a mixed race, Japanese and Honduran,、uh, and uh, now we have Hikari, our daughter. She is almost eight months old now.、Uh, we live in Chiba, in Chiba Prefecture,、mm. um, very close to Tokyo, but like on, on the outskirts, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. And what do you guys do for work?、Um, my husband works. With some, I don't know something related with、uh, <laughs> vessels and you know、oh. ships and stuff like that. And、mm. um, I I'm a language teacher, so、oh. I、um, yeah、awesome. I used to teach English. Now I, I'm teaching Spanish. Yeah, awesome. And what brought you guys to Japan? <laughs>、uh, well, since he's mixed race,、um, and he, since he has always lived、uh, abroad, like not、mm. in Japan. Uh, he wanted to experience some of the, you know, the Japanese culture,、mm. and、um, yeah, we were just dating. He told me like, yeah, let's go for a year to Japan, just have fun,、uh, and one year turned into seven. <laughs> wow, that's so、yeah. awesome! And then, what was your journey like to pregnancy with Hikari? Oh、mm. uh, well,、um, where do I start? <laughs>、um, <laughs> Honestly, I never really knew if I wanted ki- kids. You know,、mm. like I was not against the idea, but I, I never had like the urge to be a mom.、Um, sure. When I was about, I don't know, seventeen, eighteen,、um, I knew that I had PCOS.、Mm. Um, so I started taking medication. Since then. Uh, right. So I, I don't know. It, I I never really thought about it, but、uh, like in the back of my mind, I thought, oh, maybe it's gonna be difficult to have kids. So I I just had this idea here. Fast forward, COVID happened.、Uh, after that, it's like, okay, we're in our thirties.、Uh, maybe it's it's a good time to start talking about this. And、um, mm. yeah, we decided that yeah, let let's try. Why not? We were not like really trying, like tracking everything, but just not、mm-hmm. being. Extremely careful.、Uh, nothing happened for about a year, maybe I don't know, a couple months. Sure. So、mm-hmm. um, after that, I started、uh, tracking my period, 
and I don't know, my body temperature, a, a lot of stuff. And after it, it was very easy. After like two or three months, um, I got a positive test. <laughs> wow. And what was it like finding out? Oh, <laughs> I absolutely freaked out. I was like, oh my God, what is happening? I started crying. Like I, I was not sad or anything. I was just mm-hmm. like confused, you know? Mm. And uh, uh, Hiroki, my husband was like, oh my God, maybe she's not ready to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it just lasted maybe a day or two. Yeah. Oh, and nice. after that, I, I was like re- really excited about it. Yeah, awesome. And then so how was your pregnancy from that point oh, onwards? Yeah, yeah. Well, um I went to a hospital um to find a hospital. I, honestly, I just Google it. Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay, this one is quite close, just a couple stations from from my place. I think and, we um, all start there, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it has like decent reviews, so yeah, I'll, I'll go there. Nice. Um it was still way too early maybe i was six weeks gestational mm-hmm. age mm-hmm. um so they couldn't find a heartbeat or like like really seeing if something was in the sack right so uh the doctor told me like yeah just come next week and we'll see but that week i got covid <laughs> oh no yeah so in my blood work they could see like the what what is it called this hormone ac hcg hormone mm. you know so yes. they could see that the levels were high in my mm. blood work but they couldn't find like an embryo i guess yes sure nothing sure. in the sack so i called the hospital is like yeah you know uh, i'm supposed to go tomorrow but i have covid so what do we do um and they were very nice to me because uh they register somewhere i don't know <laughs> um maybe with the health ministry or i don't know sure that mm-hmm. i had covid and they um sent a prescription to a drugstore like to a pharmacy nearby and wow. they deliver medicine to me like oh my they gosh, were gosh that's yeah, awesome they were very very nice uh, yeah. they were like every day sending me uh some text messages so i could input my like my body temperature and yeah mm. like a lot of things so they were very nice and that's why i decided to stay with them <laughs> oh that's so awesome that's such a good yeah, yeah, sign yeah looking after yeah, you yeah. straight from the beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. and what's the name mm. of your hospital it's a yamaguchi women's hospital nice. in funabashi in funabashi awesome yeah. And then how was the rest of your pregnancy? Did you have any morning um, sickness or? Oh, yeah, it was terrible for about, I mm. mean, I think my pregnancy was very healthy. It was overall uneventful. Awesome. Um, but the first four months were just terrible. Like I, mm. I would throw up maybe twice or three times a day. I lost a lot of weight. Mm. So uh, um, it was quite the opposite of most people's experience like most people's experience um because at the hospital they were like you should not be on a diet you should eat more you should Mm. like for the first four months i lost maybe three or four kilos Mm, which is not 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 normal yeah yeah 
Yeah, normally they're very much telling you stop gaining weight. Yeah. You're gaining too much. <laughs> exactly, but they're like the doctors and the nurses and midwives were like, you should not be on a diet. He's like, I'm not. I'm trying to eat. Yeah. Oh <laughs> um, no. Um, and besides that, it was it was very nice, uneventful. Awesome. Like from one day to the other, uh, the like four month mark. Mm. I just stopped having morning sickness. Perfect. And did you take any um did you take any antenatal classes or go to any lessons? Um not in Japan because mm. uh, at my hospital they were still like very strict regarding like covid restrictions. Mm. Um sure. so they only sent me like a few links <laughs> with oh, videos. Okay. Right. Um, in so, Japanese yeah, or in Japanese in Japanese. Yeah. Um, I got some other links from my city hall oh, and okay. I took like an, a, a class um, from someone in Spain. <laughs> it was in Spanish. Oh, nice. And, and uh, I really liked it. Mm. Um, you know, there's some people who mm. like want to like go all the way with like a medicated birth and some others yes. want like to give birth at home. And I, I yeah. didn't know what was my position. I was like, yeah, I'm just clueless in here. But I took this, uh, this course and uh, they were really like, I don't know, like, yeah, your body is strong and you should give birth at home and like you're designed to do this and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and honestly, it really helped me uh, because I, I, start, I started like trusting in my own body. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to die. Amazing. Birth, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that was very positive. But at the same time, it made me like think about all the things that my hospital was not given me. Oh, interesting. <laughs> because yeah. I, I, I never thought about it, but then I took these courses like, okay, so I cannot use, I don't know, um, aromatherapy at my hospital or mm. uh, I'm, I'm not free to move at my hospital. So ah. what am I going to do because I already choose this place? <laughs> so I see. Uh, yeah i started thinking about all these things it's like oh maybe they are not going to be respectful enough uh, uh now i know that um i don't know an episiotomy like the the cut is not mm -hmm. extremely necessary or not necessary all the mm -hmm. time but at my hospital it's a regular practice so now what do i do oh, so <laughs> i, I kind of panic a bit uh -huh. for, for, sure. for a bit like because i at the time i was like 28 or 30 mm -hmm. weeks mm -hmm. um so it's like, yeah it's not in japan yeah. it's not a good time to change hospital <laughs> um and then what did you end up doing uh i talked to a midwife like every single appointment i will mm. ask questions like to nice. i don't know to the doctor i was like so what is your episiotomy rate in here and they were like uh 99 <gasps> Oh my like, gosh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, but what can we do if I do not want one? And they were like, oh, but it's your first baby, so maybe you'll need it. But so mm. at least we started like the conversation. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, then I, I had this meeting uh, with a midwife and she told me like, okay, there are some things that we can like negotiate. Like if you nice. want music, it, as long as it's like, 
very long volume it's fine mm. or okay you cannot use like an aroma diffuser but you can bring like cotton balls with essential oils nice. um, so yeah like we did negotiate a bit yeah that's so awesome that they mm. gave you a bit of leeway because i know that yeah. some mums are very scared and sometimes they feel like they get talked down to like no no no, no yeah. it's impossible but i'm so glad that yeah you were able I to mean, negotiate yeah uh they they were not like very open to it but sure at the same time it's like oh yeah you know this crazy foreigner with crazy ideas <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's let's just let her do whatever she wants kind of thing yeah oh nice yeah and then so your third trimester and then going into labor how was hmm. that well i i was still very active i was still working and mm. working out a bit nice. like um then when i was 40 weeks like mm. just on my um what is it called like due date on your due date yeah on my due date uh i started having contractions they were not very strong but um they were like every 10 minutes probably so mm -hmm. we called the hospital i didn't want to do it because i wanted to be at home as long as possible but um, also my husband and my mom were like very nervous <laughs> and uh, mm. they were like, no, the book says that we should yeah. call when they are 10 minutes apart. Um, so we did it. Uh, the nurse told me like, yeah, you have breakfast, take a shower mm. and um, then come whenever you finish, then come. Uh, I went in, the doctor checked me and uh, I was just like two centimeters dilated but um he said that labor had already started so that i i, I should stay there mm. i didn't mm. like it because at right. first when i talked to the midwife at 34 weeks they told me like yeah your husband can help you um oh, okay. like uh, writing all the paperwork and stuff because i i cannot write candy like yeah. i speak conversational japanese i sure but i cannot write so <laughs> he was supposed to help me, but then yeah. they were like, no, you, you should stay outside. Oh, it's no. like you go by yourself. And I was like reading all this paperwork with Google Translate, you know, with oh. the camera. Um, it was very stressful. Yeah. Also, I was emotional because, well, I was in labor. Yeah. <laughs> so. Your mind is kind of in other places, yeah. hey. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I cannot translate these things and stuff. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was sent to a room, like a shared room mm -hmm. or labor. Like, I don't know, it was maybe for four or five people. It was just a bed and all my stuff was in like a supermarket cart mm -hmm. kind of thing mm -hmm. next to me. And yeah, well, I got all the monitors and I was just settled there. Um, and they told me, yeah, you watch TV, just don't move, just wait, relax. And I didn't like that. Right. <laughs> like, no, I, I don't want to be just like laying on my back. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I want to do something. Mm. Uh, I don't know, to relieve pain or I don't know, just to be entertaining there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the nurses and midwives were all always like scolding me. Like, mm. you move too much. Like, your monitor is going like from here going places oh. like here and there um so yeah they they were kind of upset with me oh, no. for a while so yeah 
that that was it the whole mm. day passed and at around 9 p.m oh that was 9 a.m right yeah when i got into the hospital when i got sure. admitted then at 9 p.m like contractions started Gosh. like getting stronger wow yeah and um yeah and closer in time mm. i remembered that i really wanted to pee mm-hmm. and i couldn't like when oh, i was okay uh, when i was on my back i felt like the urge to pee oh. but then i went to the bathroom and i just couldn't and it was painful wow uh-huh. yeah like i don't know i think the baby was really low also oh, okay and I just remember it was very, very painful and stressful. So at like 5 a.m., mm-hmm. a midwife came to check me and um, I told her like, can you please just put, what is it called? Catheter? A catheter. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and take this out because I, I just cannot stand it anymore. So she yeah. did. She was very nice. Nice. Um, she did, and I was like, "Can you also check my cervix?" Because they did not check at all. Yeah, like yeah. sure. And she was like, "Yeah, you're about three centimeters." Oh. And twenty four hours had yeah. been like, Gosh. So I was like, "Oh my goodness, I have not slept in two days." Yeah. Um, Far out. Like the contractions were bearable, but painful. Yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, I cannot do this. Like, if you tell me I'm age, yeah, sure. I, I can wait a couple hours. Yeah. Me. What yeah. Going, you know? It was a Saturday. I asked uh, for an epidural. Mm-hmm. It's like, is it still possible? I know I haven't made a reservation, but um, it's still possible. And she told yeah. me like, yeah, sure. No problem. The doctor comes at eight. And, wow. Uh, yeah. But you need to like read these things and sign these forms. Uh, my husband was right outside the hospital, like the oh, whole okay. time, like right outside. And they were like, yeah, but it's going to take some time because someone from your family needs to sign it too. And I was like, yeah, my husband is right outside. And of course, at that moment, Perfect. my brain was not working properly. So I was like, yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. Can you use like easier words in Japanese? Sure. And then I, I just called him like on FaceTime. He was like, yeah, I just come in and sign all the paperwork. <laughs> and uh, he was not supposed to be there. Mm. But the midwife was like, what I liked about the hospital is that I felt like they broke some rules to mm. help me or to make me feel comfortable. Right. So she was like, you know, you're not supposed to be here, but I'm just going to, I don't know, get some copies, right. <laughs> some, some photocopies. And he stayed for like an hour while she was getting copies. You yeah. Know? Aww. So they were, they were nice. Mm. Um, so they were lenient in some, yeah. some places. Awesome. Yeah. Also, uh, like I was by myself at that time. Like, yeah. That was also very frustrating of sharing a labor room. Like oh, moms true. will come in and out, in and out, in and out. Like it's like everyone's having their babies, oh. and I'm still here, not yeah. progressing. <laughs> so yeah, I I got the epidural mm. as soon as the doctor got there, at around eight in the morning, and after that it was just fantastic. I fell asleep. Um, I wow. had lunch, then I fell asleep again, yeah. and um, at around I don't know, one thirty two. 
PM, I was already eight, nine centimeters dilated, wow. and I didn't know that. So yeah, wow. initially I was totally against like getting any drugs mm. um, because I, I I had been reading about I don't know so so many problems that can deliver from from an epidural. Yeah. Um, but in the end, like in my experience, it was just great. <laughs> Awesome. I, I didn't feel a thing. I didn't have like any, I don't know, side effects. For me, it was great, but uh, I know for some other people, it's not not so good. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. As long as you're happy with your decision, that's all yeah, that yeah, matters. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> so when I got the epidural, I was transferred to like a private room <laughs> because mm-hmm. they were monitoring me closely. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> little love is the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they they were monitoring me closely and I, I had like this old lady she was so nice and kind of like clumsy oh yeah <laughs> but so so nice um <laughs> she offered to give me some more i guess anesthesia i don't know mm. whatever they were putting in, in me yeah um the, the medication right mm. so i i thought oh is it possible like to ask for more and she was like yeah like as many yeah. times as you want um every awesome. 30 minutes we can give you a shot i was like oh my god wow. this, is this is fantastic so, <laughs> so she put it uh i it, it, it was just nice um mm. i didn't feel a thing very relaxing and after like three four minutes i just hear like a gush and my mm. water completely broke, like like in a movie. Wow. It was like, <laughs> um, so I called the nurses. They ca- came and it was like, oh my god, yeah, this is a lot. So mm. they were like coming in and out to get things to clean. And then when she was just getting into the room, I started like throwing up. I don't wow. know why. I, I felt like my epidural was like at, at the highest point, right? Yeah. I was not feeling a thing. And sure. then suddenly I feel like a strong contraction and I can see in the monitor that is just going up and wow. I throw up and this little lady turns into like a, a I don't know Grey's Anatomy doctor and start like pushing buttons and put like an oxygen mask on me and she's like Brittany breathe this way blah 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 wow. uh, I don't know I really to this day I don't know what happened mm. but like she opened my legs and I thought that she pushed the baby a bit back Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's a thing or if it's possible but it's what i felt honestly i don't know what happened Mm. and she was like okay it's go time and they transferred me to a labor room which was more like i don't know like a doctor's office it it was just like the chair Mm. wow yeah it was that was kind of strange mm. because it, it felt like an office but it was a right. neighbor like a delivery room yeah it was wow. a delivery room. of course i was not feeling a thing i could not feel contractions i could not feel anything and they were like okay i'm sorry you have to do this by yourself mm. um wow. there's no time there's no time for your husband to come and wow. i was like but he's right outside and they were like okay just tell him to come in <laughs> oh yeah like within five minutes he was there and uh like the whole um what 
is it called? Like the pushing part of <laughs> yeah, the pushing delivery? Stage. Yeah. yeah. Was maybe 40 minutes. Mm. I, I guess that's kind of fast. Mm. Mm. They were like, okay, we need to get this baby out because her heart rate dropped by, I don't know, half. So we need to do an uh, episiotomy. Like they, they needed to uh, cut. Okay. I don't know. It felt good that at least they consider that I didn't want one and they asked for permission at the moment. Okay. Like the doctor yeah. just like didn't just cut. Yes. He was like, we know you don't want this, but it's necessary. So I was like, yeah. I mean, it took like one second, <laughs> that consent, yeah. but yeah. at least they asked for it. <laughs> so of course. that was yeah. good. It felt, it felt good. That nice. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. They used a vacuum to take mm. her out. Um, oh, so okay. she, she had like a cone <laughs> in her head. Sure. But <laughs> it dropped after a few days. But honestly, I was, I, I don't know. It's kind of strange to me like just remembering all of this because um honestly i cannot say that i know uh what a, a natural delivery mm, <laughs> and labor sure. feels like because yeah, i could yeah. not feel a thing and i know that some other people who get an epidural mm. feel something mm. right but <laughs> i could not feel anything because it was like honestly like the the medication was at its highest at the yeah. time yeah so yeah yeah so that you... was it that was it i could yeah. not feel i could not feel a thing <laughs> wow and then do you want to say how long your labor was uh yeah uh in the bosteto they said it was 19 hours uh, it fell longer, but that's the official record. Awesome. There was another thing that I didn't like about the hospital. And it was a misunderstanding, maybe. I don't know. But when I talked to the midwife at 34 weeks, mm. uh, they told me, like, yeah, we encourage, like, breastfeeding and kangaroo care. So I thought kangaroo care is skin to skin as soon as mm. she's born. I really, really wanted that. Right. Um, but they did not do that. <laughs> and for right. them... Kangaroo care is taking the baby, clean her, um, do whatever they have to do. But when she came back, she was all swaddled. Mm. And it's like, I don't know, I was just hugging her and I stayed with her for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it, but it was not what I was expecting. Mm. Do you want to talk about your postpartum recovery? How was that? Oh, yeah. Um, I think overall it was good. I mean, I, I know a lot of people get like this baby blues, but I got like baby anger, I guess. I was angry oh, at wow. everyone and at everything. I don't know why. Wow. <laughs> it's so strange to think about it. Um, my mom was here. She came mm. for like three months mm-hmm. to stay with us. Um, so I remember one day she was like, um, yeah, just give me the baby and go have a nap. And I was like, no, it's my baby. I want to be with her. You don't have to, en- like, you don't get to enjoy her if I'm not enjoying being with her. And, and my mom was like, yeah, you're right. You should go and have a nap. I was like, yeah, I'll go have a nap with my baby. <laughs> wow, so, yeah. that's so interesting. A lot, a lot of episodes like that. It was the the most ridiculous little things, but I yeah. was so angry at everything. Wow. In there, they had this chart, and mm. I was supposed to weight my baby, 
then breastfeed her, then weight her again and write in the chart. Oh. And the scale was in the hallway. So I had to get out of my room. To, it was just yeah. way too difficult to do. Yeah. And, you know, you, the hospital's position was like, yeah, we know you want to breastfeed, so do it. But yeah. here's a bottle, just in case. Oh, so okay. I would always have bottle with formula in my room mm. like every two hours a nurse will come and like here's the bottle so i would just give her the bottle then we came home i tried to breastfeed her uh probably i don't know my latching or positioning or something was wrong was off mm. and it was hell oh, <laughs> it was no. extremely painful um, mm. I, I tell my husband that, yeah, I'm kind of selfish, but I'm not going to let this kid just, I don't know, crack my boobs, my, yeah. my nipples, right? So um, during the day, I don't know, I, I was in a better mental state during the day, I think. Mm. Um, I had more patience and everything, so we tried uh, yeah. breastfeeding directly. And at night, I would just give her bottles with oh, um, nice. breast milk yeah so we did that at like the two weeks mark i tried to contact a breastfeeding consultant mm. uh, but she was very busy so we could never get an appointment um maybe at four week mark uh, a japanese consultant came mm. and she helped me a lot with like positioning but yes. it was not quite right yet it was still painful not as much as before but mm. it was still uncomfortable um and luckily um one of my cousins sent me an article from well it's only in spanish but um it was from what is it called la leche league oh, okay. this is like this breastfeeding breastfeeding group. yeah um mm. and this article was about like the baby's reflex to latch Oh, right okay. uh, like that babies can latch on their own mm. um if you put them like on the mom's um chest right after they are They'll born they will yeah. find it so i knew about it and i didn't get the chance to do that sure yeah but this article said that babies keep like somewhat keep this reflex until they are about five weeks so mm. that if you didn't get the chance to do it at the hospital do it as soon as you get home Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's already four and a half weeks. What do I do? <laughs> Come ah. on. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was probably like the last chance, but it did work. Wow, it did work. When she, was, when she was calm and fed, I would just put her on, on my bare chest. Mm. And uh, yeah, she find her way and it worked. That <laughs> and it was incredible. not painful. So... It's like, um, I, I, I always tell my husband, like, I feel very proud of us, um, but especially of her because, like, she did the work. <laughs> At the end, yeah. she did the work. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. So, yeah. I'm so glad to hear that yeah. it all worked out in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, well, we're still breastfeeding. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then, so do you remember how much it cost and if you got any gifts yeah. or vouchers from uh, the government? I don't know. Probably sure. a birth in there is like 480, I think. But okay. I got a private room and epidural, which was 100,000. Sure. At the end, it was how much? 650? Yeah. 650,000. Nice. I got uh, 500 
500,000 from the government. Mm -hmm. So I pay the rest, 160. And after a couple weeks, mm -hmm. I got 100,000 from my local government. Yeah, awesome. Did that come in vouchers or was that just like money, direct deposit? Uh, direct deposit. Oh, like, wow. Awesome. Yeah, cash. <laughs> it's bottle time. <laughs> what was the most helpful things others did for you while you were going through your angry postpartum stage? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um, my mom was telling me that yeah you're right like she never she, like she never mm. fight with me like right. she never told me uh, oh why you're being like that or no she was like yeah you're right it's your baby go or do whatever nice. you want to do she was very calm all the time mm. and i really appreciate that uh, my husband was very very supportive i remember one day i was angry at, at something i don't know i really don't know why but he was like you want Domino's pizza, right? Let's order pizza. And I was like, yeah, I want pizza. <laughs> so <laughs> he he's very good at reading like my feelings nice. uh, and what I need. <laughs> so he he was always like that, um, very very supportive. Like this, you know, these little things. It's like yeah, you don't want to eat more soup and healthy things, right? You want Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, that, that was very, very nice of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And I'll ask one more. What's been the most helpful advice or resource hmm. you've been given as a first-time mama? Wow, that's difficult. I guess another another people's experiences. Mm. That's good. Uh, like just hearing their stories and what they do without mm. like any judgment like because I hate advice like unsolicited advice <laughs> I was yeah I was also always angry at unsolicited advice <laughs> uh, but but I am very open to like just hear other people's stories like mm. their own experience without any judgment so I I like that from my cousins I like that uh, awesome. from some people online <laughs> yeah um uh, regarding breastfeeding like mm. these La Leche League articles are are yeah. very good I think it really helped like being around people whose mm. like parenting style I like ah I see yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 it's like awesome. i don't know for example i like how my cousin is treating um her children yeah. so yeah ask her because like i like what i'm seeing here so mm. i ask you for advice or I, I ask you for i don't know any recommendations things like that that's awesome yeah just be surrounded by people you like <laughs> and also if like if you don't have like physically anyone who's like i don't know parenting or whatever thing you like Mm. Um, just I don't know. Follow people online whose yeah. parenting style like you like, or yeah, yeah. There, oh, there's awesome. a bunch of people out there. <laughs> awesome. Well, I just want to thank you so so much for yeah, sharing you. your story with us. 
and hopefully someone else will use your story as inspiration to help them with their own journey well thank you for doing this uh it's been it's been great hearing my like, pleasure all episodes of your podcast cool oh, i'm so so glad so if you'd like to hear more birth stories please subscribe to this channel giving us a like also helps other moms see this video too so please give us a thumbs up if you can you can check out the description for more information about bits mentioned in this episode but if you have any other questions or feedback please leave a comment below or get in touch and lastly if you're a mama that has a story to tell please send an email to birthstoriesjp at gmail.com Thank you so much for watching and I will catch you in the next one.